I'm your host, Madeline, and welcome to The Courageous Podcast, where you will hear inspirational stories of everyday people who will share how they found strength, hope, and faith in the midst of adversity. Let's get ready to be inspired. Hello, Courageous community. I'm your host, Madeline Hernandez, and I want to welcome you to The Courageous Podcast. If you are new to Courageous or a faithful follower of this platform, I want to say thank you for taking the time out to listen. I truly appreciate all of your support this past year. So this episode is a little bit different. Can you believe it's been one year since Courageous Podcast first launched? Did you know that Courageous has over 4,000 downloads and has listeners from over 22 countries? I never in a million years imagined that this podcast could reach people from all over the world. So I know with certainty that God is definitely in control. So when I first thought about doing a podcast, I had no idea what I was getting myself into. I had no experience recording, no experience editing, or even promoting a podcast. I kept telling myself, are you crazy jumping into this unknown territory? But God has a way of touching your heart and confirming this is the path that he wanted me to take. And so fearfully and reluctantly, I just dove right in and said, Lord, if you are calling me to encourage others, you will definitely equip me with the knowledge and training to do this with excellence. And now 32 episodes later, I'm feeling very proud of what God has done through this platform. So today's episode is a special anniversary episode where I wanted to share some of our top picks of this past year. And when you prepare to record and interview a guest, you never know what will come out of that conversation. And uh, let me tell you, the same way these episodes have impacted you, they've impacted me even more because every time that I hear it, it ministers to my heart. And so one of the first few episodes I recorded was with my dear friend, Brenda Gomez. Can I tell you that when God sends you into uncharted territory, the enemy is going to try to stop you at every single turn. Now, keeping in mind, it can easily take five to six hours to produce one full episode before it's ready to be aired. So I put a lot of work into it because it's so important for me to create something that is God-led. And now Brenda was nervous because this was the first time that she was going to share her personal story so publicly. And so we were both nervous. And I had to be honest, we tried recording several times on the same day and the sound was just not working. I was starting to panic and get frustrated, but then I stopped everything and I said, Brenda, let's just pray. So I start praying and I ask God to make a way that he would not allow her story of victory to be silenced. And yes, thankfully, he made a way and we recorded it that day. But after I listened to it, I was like, nope, mm-mm. This isn't it. Let's do it again. Because if we're going to do this, I want to make sure that we do it right. And the second time around was even better. Who would have thought? So early on, 
after I launched this podcast that Brenda's episode would be the number one downloaded episode of this past year. So who is Brenda Gomez? Well, she was raised in Puerto Rico in her early years and then moved to Bronx, New York, where she experienced some really difficult times as a child being exposed to things that no child should really have to go through. She shares how she was able to overcome childhood trauma and find true healing. Now, I always ask every single guest, is there anything you would have done differently? And here is what she said. I wrestled with this question for a little while because there was so much pain involved in my life throughout my life. I'm like, God, it would have been, I would have been a different person because it changes you completely. You're you're not the person that God destined you to be when, when, you know, we live in a fallen world and you become this guarded person that misses out on a lot of good things because you're so afraid of letting anybody in. And so when I think back, would I have done anything different? I want to say yes, but it's an absolute no. Because I understand that everything that we go through has purpose and meaning. And the pain that I went through has equipped me to pull others out of the same pit. And that gives me more reward, especially because I've healed from the pain. The ability to be able to sit in the pain with someone that has been through what I've been through and help them and really hold their hand and walk them through a journey to bring them towards Jesus for healing is the most rewarding thing that any human being can experience. And it over exceeds my expectations. So I would not change anything. Wow. Many times people would say, yes, I would change it. I wouldn't want to go through whatever that thing is that just hurt me and broke me. But Brenda said, no, it made her the person that she is today. And so People really connected with her story, as I knew that they would. God had really been pressing upon Brenda to write a book about her healing journey. And this was way before we even met. And so who knew that doing this podcast would prepare her to do just that? So she's been working really hard this past year, and I'm excited to share that her book will be coming out sometime this year. So Brenda, I'm super proud of you and your obedience to God, that in spite of all your fears to tell your story, that you have found a new strength that proves God can heal you from this type of pain and use you to help others. Thank you, my friend, for trusting me with your courageous story. And so that was the number one episode for this past year. Congratulations, Brenda. And so next on the list, number two, was called Finding Healing After the Loss of a Baby. In July 2020, I shared the last episode of the season, and it was a story about a young woman who lost her baby at just 24 weeks. Now, before this tragedy occurred, she had already overcome so much adversity in her life, from being diagnosed with lupus right after she got married, needing a kidney transplant, and her strong desire to be a mother in spite of all of these challenges. But her faith never, ever wavered, and God granted her the precious gift of motherhood. Now, I don't know about you, but the loss of a child has to be the worst type of grief anyone can experience. So I asked her, what was your motivation to push through all this adversity? And here's what she said. 
it got to a point after losing my son that I just, I didn't want to live anymore. Like, I don't have my son here on earth with me. I'm dealing with health issue where my kidneys are failing me. Like, I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to struggle with this anymore. It just got, just take me. I just want to be in heaven where I don't have to worry about anything. Mm-hmm. And I was going through that feeling where I just didn't want to be alive anymore. Mm-hmm. But I remember that when everything happened with the kidney donor and everything went through it and just the how fast the process was. It was it's crazy, you know. It was in a matter of four months that everything happened and I had a new kidney. And mm-hmm. that's when I realized, you know what? Like my time here is not done. Like God still has purpose for me here on earth because he showed it to me by putting this person that hardly knows me. This right. person has decided to give one of her organs to donate it to me. And I knew that God was in the midst of all of that because I could see it in every single detail. Like he was orchestrating everything. And apart from that, another one of my motivations was the fact that I knew that with this new kidney, I would be able to have children in the future. And that mm-hmm. was my motivation to keep on going. The fact that, you know what, God can still give me children. Like he promised me that I would mother children, you know, and, and that I would right. be a mom here on earth. And so I was still looking at that promise, still believing in that promise. And so that was my motivation to keep on going, to not give up, to continue trusting in God, to continue trusting in his plan that even though things didn't go the way I expected them to go in the past, that I knew that he was still good and he was he still had a purpose for my life and, and for my family. What I love the most about what Perla said was that in spite of everything that she was going through during that time, her faith never wavered. She continued to believe in God's promises that one day she would be healed and that she would be a mother. And her faith just blew me away after everything. And so she knew that there was still purpose in her life. And sometimes we forget that. We think that because we go through things that, you know, what am I doing with my life? Is there a purpose for me? You know, is there something that God is calling me to do? And so trust me, if you believe, if you have faith the way that Bella did, anything is possible with God. And that's what his word says. Anything is possible with God. And so Perla, thank you for showing me a different side of faith, a different side of strength. You truly encouraged me that day when I heard your story. And I love that now you're helping other couples and other families go through and walk the same journey with them to help them. And so Thank you for sharing your courageous story on this platform. And congratulations on being the number two episode of this past year. Next is episode number three, which is a dear friend of mine, Pastor Jamie Navarro. Some will say that they have an amazing story, but Pastor Jamie is without a doubt a walking testimony of faith and purpose. And I don't know about you, but many times throughout my life, I have asked God, Lord, what is my purpose? What is the calling that you have upon my life? And I know that I'm not the only one who has asked that question. As a young teen, Pastor Jamie had no idea what his calling in life was until one night while walking home, he was shot and left for dead. And while he was laying on the ground waiting for the paramedics to arrive, he had his first encounter with God. Later throughout his life, God would continue to show himself to Pastor Jamie and lead him to his true calling. He shared with me how this experience marked his life. 
this thing marked my life, but there was still something that was missing in my life. Mm-hmm. It marked me. I was shook to my core. I knew that I could not go back to being the same Jay, but there right. was still something missing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it it's crazy, Madeline, because outside of my oldest daughter being born maybe a year and a half later, that gave me true purpose. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until fast forward almost 10 years later that my now wife, at the time my girlfriend, took me to a church service at Clemente High School where we are spiritual sons and daughters, um, you know, under our pastor, Pastor Choco. And it was at Clemente High School where Pastor Choco was preaching. And I remember him saying the names of God and he was saying, you know, he's the beginning and the end. He's the Alpha and the Omega. He's the strong tower. Uh, he's the lilies of the valley. And then Madeline, I remember him saying, he's the roses of Sharon. Hmm. And when he said he's the roses of Sharon, 10 years later, it took me back to that emergency room right. where that lady smelled like roses. And those roses stood with me all night long when I it was touch and go when I didn't know if I was going to make it. And it was there where all those things started now. All the dots started lining. When he said it was the roses of Sharon, it hit me like I had been kept not by doctors, not by nurses, not by, you know, an ambulance. I had been kept because God had marked me. I just hadn't realized it yet. When Pastor Jamie said he was kept by God, I was done. I wanted to break down, but didn't as this was the very first recording. So I had to keep it together. (laughs) Listen, that could be you. You may have lived a crazy, reckless life involved in all types of bad situations, but God has kept you safe for a reason. If that's you, are you walking in your calling? Are you using those hard lessons learned to help others? If you're not, you better get to it. God is still waiting on you. And trust me when I tell you he can still use you. And one thing I learned is that when you share your story, people see you in a different light. I've heard people say, man, when I heard so-and-so's story, it made me think different. Or when I heard this person. And so many people that knew Pastor Jamie told me they had no idea that he had been through something like this. Others who didn't know him felt so encouraged hearing his story to the point they said, I need to meet this guy. Pastor Jay, from the moment I met you, You became my choir teacher, leader, and pastor, even though you weren't a pastor at that time. But as I look back, God had been preparing you the entire time. You have left a tremendous impact on my life and so many others. Thank you for answering the call to pastor and to serve and to continue to point people to Jesus. Much love to you and Camille and the kids. Congratulations for being episode number three of this past year. Episode number four, and one of my favorites, was with a complete stranger who I met through my husband and later became my soul sister. Have you ever met someone and in your first conversation, you know that you have a special connection? Well, that was my new friend, Valerie Sanchez. 
When we first spoke, we connected because she's an entrepreneur, she's in finance, I'm an entrepreneur. And my husband said, hey, you two have a lot of synergies. You guys should connect and just see if there's anything that you can do where you can collaborate and just continue to help and build up women. And so when I first spoke to her and I heard her story, I said, wait a minute. I need to have her on the podcast. And so hearing her story, I felt so proud to see this young Latina who grew up in Chicago and decided to move to New York with no plan at all. And she was able to build a successful career on Wall Street. Now, in 2010, her life begins to fall apart as she experiences the loss of three loving family members Unable to cope with her grief, she turned to alcohol to mask her pain. Valerie later shares the final turning point in her life and what she did to find complete healing. She had only shared her story one time, and this was the first time she would share it for her family, friends, and colleagues. Another question I ask my guests is, why did you finally decide to share your story? And this is what she said. I wanted to share it because I believe my story can allow others who might be going through something similar to have hope, to find support, to know if you reach out, there are people there to encourage you. There are people there to help you. And just so that, you know, people could understand that it takes courage, but it's such a beautiful thing to be vulnerable and courageous. I know that vulnerability is hard for a lot of us. But invulnerability is where we find our truest strength because when you can crack yourself wide open and say, hey, this is me, the good, the bad, and the ugly, take it or leave it, there's strength in that, you know, and there's power in that. And so Mm -hmm. the more I tell the story, the less power it has over me, right? right. I have power over this story and there's nothing for me to be ashamed of, but also I had to be ready to tell it, right? I had to be on the other side of that pain and processing all of it and the grief and all the traumas that I had been suppressing so that I could tell it and not fall apart anymore, you know, or not be overcome by pain and emotion. Not that those are bad things, but you can't convey a message of healing when you're still in the middle of it, you know? You have to be on the other side of it. And I just think that I want other people to be courageous to share your story, share your testimony, because somebody out there needs to hear it. And if one person is touched by it and one person can make a change because of you, you've not done it in vain. I love that. One thing I tell every guest is if your story impacts just one person, you have done God's will. I know it's going to impact hundreds of people, and I always speak it into existence before we even record. And if you have a story or a testimony, God can use you to help others as well. But you have to be healed first, because if you're still hurting, you're harboring anger and unforgiveness, you cannot come out on the other side. So you need to do the hard work, and you need to find true healing first before you can walk with someone else on their journey. And so one thing I loved about Valerie is that she said, it's okay to not be okay. And that has stayed with me since we first recorded this. And we don't have to be perfect. No matter how strong you are, it's okay to ask for help. 
And that's the best advice that she could give anybody in that situation. You know, many times in our lives, we have to find a way to forgive others. But it's so hard to forgive ourselves for the mistakes that we have made. Valerie, I am so proud of you for realizing you needed to forgive yourself and that today you are a testimony of God's love, grace, and hope for the future. I love you, my soul sister. Congratulations on being number four of this past year. So there you have it, the top four episodes for the first year of the Courageous Podcast. And again, when I listen to all these episodes, it just takes me right back to the day when I first recorded them. And it blesses me all over again. And so I encourage you to go in and just listen to these episodes and share them with your family and friends so that they too can be encouraged. Now, obviously, I wanted to share something of every single episode, but that would mean that I'd probably have to do a series. So I wanted to share just a couple more and just kind of round it off to the top 10 episodes of this past year. Episode number five is Pastor Rico Altieri. And number six is Ismael Brett Hernandez. And these kind of go hand in hand. And so part one is with Brett Hernandez where he shares about his wife, Naomi, who passed away from breast cancer, and he was left behind with their four-year-old daughter, Sophia. And he shares how he coped with this tremendous loss, but how her legacy continues to live on. And Pastor Rico is Naomi's big brother, who also shares how the loss of his sister impacted his life and how important it is to grieve the loss of a loved one. Episode number seven is Stephanie Gonzalez, who shares her story of losing her mom to suicide at just 16 years old and how that impacted her life at such a young age. Number eight is Joe Thomas, who shares his story of being homeless and on drugs and how today God is using him as a substance abuse counselor to help others. Number nine is Nate Cancel, who grew up in a broken home and knew he wanted a different type of marriage with his future wife. Today, he is a husband, father, a Chicago police officer, but most importantly, as he says, a child of God. And rounding off the top 10 is Cirillo Gonzalez, who is the father of Stephanie Gonzalez, and how he walked on that difficult journey with his daughter, when she lost her mom to suicide. So those are the top 10 episodes of the first year of Courageous Podcast. I wanna congratulate every single person who was on this podcast, all 32 episodes. You have truly blessed my life and thank you for trusting me with your courageous story. Thanks for tuning in to this anniversary episode. Hey, take a moment and go in and listen to all of our courageous stories. And please share this platform with your family and your friends so you can encourage others who might be going through some difficult times. And if you haven't done so already, connect with me on social media. You can find me on Facebook at Courageous 2020 and on Instagram at Courageous underscore podcast. I want to hear from you. If you've listened to this episode or any other episodes that have blessed your life, please send me a message and let me know what episode impacted you the most. 
Thanks for following and listening to Courageous Podcast. Look out for this next season coming up in June of 2021. And if you have a courageous story or a testimony and you believe you're ready to share, I want to hear from you. So please connect with me on Facebook or Instagram. And as I always say on Courageous Podcast, until next time, continue to be strong and courageous. God bless you. Hey, Courageous community. Thanks so much for joining us. I hope you were encouraged today. If you have a courageous story or want to connect with today's guest, email us at CourageousPodcast2020 at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Courageous Podcast. Until next time, continue to be strong and courageous.